This is a homebrew podcast. Okay, uh, how about Tuesday night? What time? Like, I don't know, like seven? Standard? Mm. Uh, seven doesn't really work for me. What do you mean seven doesn't work for you? What, do you? what else you got going on? I can try and do that. Well, what about eight tomorrow? That would work for me. Oh, so late. Oh, you always reschedule last minute anyway, Carl. <sighs> Whatever. It's true. You got He's your right. show and all that. Well, I've got important stuff that I'm doing, all right? You guys are just fucking around most of the time. Why can't you work around me? Talking to Pork Sword isn't important stuff. I'm decoding the fucking path. <laughs> My list of people I need to kill to purge this universe is very important. Okay, but what time can we play games? Blah, blah, blah. You guys won't shut up. You guys are just going around the block over and over and over again. We're never going to get anywhere at this rate. We're going to play at this day, at this time, and you guys are going to deal with it. Be there and be square. Our new crewmate, Den the Fred, is going to Space Master for us, and that's that. If you don't fucking show up, I'll rip your arms off. Dude, too soon, man. Your whole life ago. What do you mean too soon? Get over it, big arm baby. It's still a sensitive subject. Anyways, welcome to the crew, Dan the Friend. We'll see you at this day, at this time. Okay? Bye. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome back to the homebrew. I'm Grant Milky here with Austin Brady. Zaldwin, walking barrel of disappointment. Cody Smith. Space Pirate Grundle! It's been a very awkward lunch! John Cayley! Nivitz Puzu! Oh, I ate too much lasagna. And Tyrell Nye. Heavy Arms Oliver. He did what he had to. Previously on the homebrew, the crew took care of their Greg problem and let Stabs take care of the Wake Ultra problem. His methods did cause Zaldwin some concern. And crew, we are here in the break room. Oliver and Zaldwin are kind of silently death-staring each other from across the table, and Stabs is kind of fidgeting nervously between you, looking to you, Oliver. Tell him. Tell him I did what I had to. We got it done. He got the job done, and he minimized the damage. Not much more that you can ask. I want to be so hurtful to you right now, and that's not a good feeling. I don't like that feeling, Oliver. Don't do this. Not here, right now. Don't do this. Don't make me feel this way. I'm gonna tell you this because you're my friend. It's gonna get a whole lot worse. Stab's just sitting there, looking from person to person. I'm gonna find where the secret elevator is. And Zaldwin pushes the lunch tray uh, over and walks away. I don't I don't understand why, why... Why is he mad at me? Why is he mad at you? He's not mad. He's disappointed. I mean, I tried. I didn't like... I don't know. I mean, think of all the people that would have died if I hadn't done that. I mean, you kill a few people to save a bunch of people, right? That's like the right thing to do. I'm no expert on morality, so I don't know if that is right or wrong. Well, I guess we're going down? Yeah. Yep. Let's go down. So, um, anyone that was to kind of grace Wilson's office here, he, uh, someone's going to need to kind of stop in and... Yeah, Oliver would go with Stabs and um, at least let, hey, we did the job. We need to go downstairs. Well, I I don't exactly know what you're talking about, but 
Uh, certainly, I, I understand that you'll need to inspect the lower levels. Uh, just, just make sure you, you, you don't spend too much time on the far side of the production facility, because, well, you know. We will use ample discretion. Yes, it's been a pleasure working with you. And he kind of gives you a little head nod. Just remember who your friends are. Oh, I remember. And he walks out. Steps kind of follow. So where where did you go, Zaldwin? I think Zaldwin just needed to step away to think about things. Like, Zaldwin is waiting up for the rest of the group, but just couldn't look at Oliver anymore and made an excuse. All right. Well, there is an elevator up that would go back to the Pharma land, and there is an elevator down that's going to go deeper into the facility that uh, the elevator down is now accessible to you as Wilson has cleared and allowed it. There's a little kind of like a little uh, camera by that, that when you would approach it, it kind of would like lock onto you and you're permitted to go further down if you would like to. Uh, I'm going to call back to the receptionist, um, you know, like that, that I'm not familiar with this whole thing. Uh, just down for production, right? That's, that's fine. Yep. Uh, right elevator down, left elevator up. All right. Thank you, sweetheart. She she nods. And Zaldun's going to wait for the rest of the group. Okay. After giving Zaldun a couple minutes, Nivitz will head over to the elevator. Okay. Yeah, Grundle will wait at the table and finish, you know, eating lunch while he waits for Stabs and Oliver to come back. And then he'll get up and put everyone's trays in the tray receptacle and... Oh, thank you. Leave. <laughs> That's so nice. <laughs> so polite. I think Stabs so kind. would kind of uh, see you doing that and grab one, kind of flip it around and just... He's always fidgeting with stuff. It's like, I mean, what, what what just happened? I don't know, man. What do you mean, what just happened? Today, I, I was worried about killing people. Like, I thought I was explicitly brought here to stab things. Oh, uh, Zaldwin's weird about what you stab sometimes. It's confusing. <laughs> Is there, like, an approved stabbing list or anything I can get? Yeah, well, no. You gotta get approval from the man. <laughs> I really want him to like me. Uh, yeah, it's been kind of complicated a couple times. I'm like, let's bash him. And he's like, no, don't bash him. Hmm. It's a mystery. I just usually wait for them to tell me to bash now. Oh, I can do that. I, I mean, okay. He cherishes life. Her, I mean, between me and you, I I think you probably did what you had to do, right? I mean, I get it. I mean, I I put a reasonable amount of effort into not doing it. I mean, maybe I could try it a little hard. Don't tell him I said this. Maybe I could try it a little harder. But like, uh huh. <laughs> uh, no, I mean, I I I didn't just like. I don't know. Yeah, no, I get it, man. I could I could have done more, but I'm worried if I tell Zaldwin I could have done more, I'm like, hey, I'll do more next time. He's going to be more mad at me. Do you have any advice on that? I would probably not tell him that. Okay. So just stick, stick with my guns. I kind of stuff. Okay. Did what I had to do. But, uh, don't lie either, though. If he, if he, if he figures oh, shit. it out. <laughs> okay. Shit. Sorry. I didn't mean to say that out loud. Okay. Don't lie. Do you have this written down anywhere? No, you can write it down, but don't let him find it, because that's evidence. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> evidence of the crime. The crime telling the truth. 
It <laughs> 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 just says always tell the truth. Okay, um, so you guys head into the elevator? Yeah. Yeah, only lie when we tell you to lie. Can we have like a code word when I'm supposed to lie? Uh, now. What? Now? Nah, now. see, I feel like when I hear now, I should stab things. Now should be for stabbing. What's for lying? All right. All right? I don't know. I don't ever lie. Oh. Because you can't just say lie or they're going to know. <laughs> Facts. Maybe I'll say something like, I'm going to go lie down now and I'll stretch. Okay. I like that. I'll I like stretch. that. I hope it's contextually appropriate if we're ever in that situation, but. <laughs> okay. Uh, then you guys uh, go to the elevator and um, the kind of the little camera looks at you, sees you. And then the keypad allows you to summon the elevator up. You press the button, you wait for a little while, and then you see it starts to uh, go up in number as it comes up to floor zero where you are at. And it opens. And uh, Nifkin and a couple of these uh, closers are in the elevator. And they just start walking out and start walking past you. And they have walked past you. Hey, where do you think you're going? Right. Nifkin stops and looks at you. Don't fucking talk to me, Claude. And he turns around and starts to walk away again. What did he just call me? Called you he a clone. called you a clone. Ooh, I got a wand to make sure you're not a clone. Oh, Wait, you could be a clone, Grendel? No. I think we couldn't, shouldn't put it past us that there might be clones of any of us down here. What? I mean, we've had first-person interactions with Zoros. I mean, I've spilled blood. Any bit of that could have been used, right? Can't put it behind us. I don't know how cloning works exactly. Maybe you're not a clone, and maybe he just thinks you're a clone of himself. I mean, I lose my body weight and blood like every other week. (laughs) If that's like a prerequisite to clones. Let's do a little bit of a history check here, guys. So cloning is a common process in the homebrew. In our universe, cloning is a common process. But clones are heavily regulated, and they generally grow at the same rate as what they are, are cloning. So what is new, what is recent to this campaign is what's called the RGC. We've touched on this a couple times. Rapid growth cloning, which is the pills, which is the nivi, right? It's the things like that. So you... The rapid growth cloning is something that has been needed, has been a problem, and they've needed to be able to detect it, as I have mentioned before. Like Thorum, as I mentioned, he's on his, like, he, he has been through a lot of clones, and he's not his original flesh self. He's his regrown flesh self, and his consciousness has been sure. transferred. Pharmacore runs the legal, most of the legal cloning in the in the universe, Pharmacore runs. Uh, they have the Second Life Resorts, where clones grow up and when you die your your consciousness gets transferred to them so you can send them a backup of yourself every once in a while the rapid growth cloning though as far as i don't know how that works is apt you don't know how that works nobody knows how that works it is just barely recently um been able to be detected through like the one of detect clones and they had the uh I don't know if you guys remember the like metal detector you guys walked through yeah, way a long yes. time ago. Yeah, yeah, back on the Vatican. As far as how that works, that's relatively recent. That all makes sense, kind of game sense, knowing what you would know in the world. Yeah, he insulted you. That's all I know. Do you have the wand with you? Me? It's in my bag of stuff. Yeah. 
I wouldn't let anybody get with call me a clone. Well, I want to know first. Am I a clone? Well, I think we should probably, uh, get on the elevator, because I think it'll probably go off. Wait, it, it would go off for the, uh, closer that we have with us, so it might not work. Oh, hi. I forgot I was here. Yeah, I kind of did too. You haven't been as helpful as I thought you would be. I really help. Okay. <laughs> what would you That's like me to do? Do you want me to carry some stuff? Like, what do you, what do you want? <laughs> oh, no. no, you're 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 doing a fine job. Thanks. All right, so we're on the elevator. Grundle shrugs. Can I have a name? <laughs> uh, closure. Can I have a different name. I, I see I see the guy with big arms. His eye twitches every time you say closer. I got a name. Oh, okay. okay am, am I allowed to name this guy? Oh, man, my voice. <coughs> How about Charles Barkley? God damn. My, no. Yeah, my, <laughs> I like that. What's wrong with that? Charles Barkley. Uh, he, he names everything Charles Barkley. Oh, yeah. I kind of was looking for something unique. You'd be like Charles Barkley the Eighth or some shit like that. I mean, that's not the worst thing. Let's name him Rick. Rick? I like Rick. Rick. Cool. Rick. Just Rick. Just Rick. Yeah, just Rick. That's what we got. That's all I got. I like it. I'm Rick. Um, and he is going to. Um, I think he will. Uh, like tear at his collar of the armor he's wearing. So he has like a shirt on underneath it and he's going to tear like the right part of his collar um, so that it's like a loose and like a little bit of a flap. Like just in case you need, right? Like, so you know who I am. Good point. I wouldn't want you to like cut off my ear or something crazy. Like I'll just do this with my clothes. Oh, Are you okay? Yeah. yeah that, something in that, your throat? That'd be bad. <laughs> we never did that. <laughs> okay. Sorry. I just wanted a name. I didn't mean to interrupt your plotting. So what are you guys doing? No, you're you're good, Rick. We're standing in the elevator with it open. I think. Yeah, I think everyone's looking at you a little awkwardly right now. I hit the I hit the closed door button. It closes. Are you in the elevator? I mean so. Okay. Yeah, we're all in the elevator. It's pretty tight squeeze. I'd assume once Oliver walks in, everybody else would follow it. Habitually. Yeah, and then I go in last. Got it. We kind of you know, fit like that. Okay, and then are you doing anything as the elevator goes down? Tapping my foot alongside the elevator music. Are you going to wand him? I, that's kind of what I'm asking. Are you going to wand him? Wouldn't it still detect the closer? You cast it on something you as far as I remember. Oh, okay. 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 <laughs> then I guess if Grundle once wanded, we can wand him. Just wand him already. We wanded you like 900 times. All right, here I, here I go. And Nivitz uses the wand to detect clothes. Sometimes we wand you in your sleep. Grundle, you are not a clone. All right, we got to go back up. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. The door (laughs) open. (laughs) (laughs) Grundle, you got to ignore him, ma'am. We're here for a mission. We got to call me a fucking clone. Yeah, dude. <laughs> he needed to be here to have his receipts so he could go back confident <laughs> that he wasn't. I'm with him. Let's go back up. <laughs> Why? He called him a clone. So? You're a clone, man. They call me a clone all the time. So what if I am a clone? Can we verify I'm a clone while we're at it? Yeah, here. Bippity-boppity-boo. Clone. Shit. I am a clone. That's okay, though, right? 
Yeah, that's totally fine. See? Brundle, you're friends with a clone. Doesn't fucking matter. Yeah, what's wrong with being a clone? Rick's like, yeah, I'm a clone too, guys. Yeah, what's wrong with being a clone? It's just a meat sack. Uh, I don't know. He just said it in a really mean way. Yeah, he did. I wouldn't have let him say it to me. Okay, to be fair, that's just how you talk. Like, that's just how you sound all the time. Not trying to be mean. Don't. No, it's not. Uh, okay. Here, ca- call me a clone, Grundle. You're a fucking clone. Yeah. See? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> like, honestly, he could have been being polite. I feel like I'm a pretty polite guy most of the time. I don't really see what you're talking about. I get a lot of compliments. <laughs> From who? As much as I love uh, <laughs> gaslighting Grundle, <laughs> we should probably get fucking going and get him away from Nifkin. Yeah, this whole time you've just been walking and talking Grundle away from the elevator. Yeah. He didn't really think about it. He just kind of followed you guys. Uh, yeah. So um, as far as orientation, as far as how far down you are going, this is... Um, so you went down an elevator to get to the abandoned part of the lab, and then you went down a little bit to get to the next part of the lab. And then this elevator you just got in, this goes to production. So it is even further down as you're bypassing a lot more layers of like labs and storage and things like that. So you're fairly deep in this space station right now. And it's, I would say, probably about 35 stories deep in this massive space station that you're in. The way that this place looks is somewhere between the abandoned labs that you were in and the pristine lab that you just came from. So there's tall um, metal walls. However, they are unpainted and there's a lot of solid concrete that's showing like on the ground. It looks like a nice kind of like factory area. And there are several fixers and closers that are working. There are these massive pipes that are running through here. And you see that what is happening and the parts that have glass on the pipes and you can kind of see in all these little like nano drones flying around and assembling things and like mechanical arms and they're putting together pills. And if you were to take a moment to kind of go through them, you would see that they're producing uh, closers, fixers, and muscle, which is this new one that you have just seen. And there are several of these big, giant fellas that are hanging around in this room and they are massive and muscular and they carry these big giant malls uh so you are in the facility that is producing zoros's army in other words right which he has gotten from pharmacore at the far side of this lab you you see two giant figures that look pretty similar to Grundle. However, they are much larger and much more like overweight and round. Like they have like crazy rolls of all this stuff coming off of them. Uh, Grundle, this would look similar to your your mother is how you would describe this. It is not your mother, but it looks similar to that. And on every single one of their nipples is a giant pump. And you see this, (laughs) you see this pink milky liquid that you have seen forming all of these clones and the Lecter McLarens and the Ricky rats and the closers and the muscle being pumped out of this being. Fucking gross. Ugh, mother's milk. (laughs) 
the um, don't really need an insight check to see that this substance that is kind of behind the formation of the closers and you've seen this in capsules you've seen this this is what like ricky rap bleeds right rapid growth clones are made out of whatever is coming out of this creature you're not a clone grundle you're the source of cloning whoa fuck glad none of us have milked grundle before nivitz looks away (laughs) no (laughs) he's too horned up by it he can't stand it (laughs) And you are in this room with these giant Grundle-like creatures being uh, milked for this uh, milky pink substance that is using to create the uh, closers and fixers and muscles here. And you are in this facility. Is this the same pink stuff that's also creating all the Ricky rats? And yep. Yeah, that's what he said. Okay, making making sure. You know, it's pink substances, but just had to make sure they're the same. The man said it was on the far side of production. Yeah, we have to move. Nonchalant. Don't draw attention to yourself. Wait. How are we going to get past those big uglies? Wait, 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 wait. I need, I need to, I, I, I gotta, hey, Zaldwin. What? I mean, I know this seems a little too soon. <laughs> I apologize. But shouldn't we, like, fuck shit up in here? Like, hardcore? He's not wrong. Like, shouldn't we, like, fucking blow this shit up? Like, Right. Like we should kill everything down here. We should lock the elevator. Just, like, <laughs> destroy the elevator. Look at Zaldwin. If we destroy the elevator, how do we get out of here? I mean, I'm gonna cast a spell. Oh, yeah, you got a fucking wizard with you. What's he good for? I thought that was I the don't... plan to leave was my uh, teleportation circle. Seriously, however much of these things we can carry to pocket army. Boom. Lots of Ricks. Good Ricks. Closer bad. Rick good. Can have a whole army of Ricks. And then we could shut it down, right? Strategy? Is that good or is this a bad? We don't want to kill people. I know I'm low on points with you. That's why I'm asking. Oh, he's like vivisected like a bunch of these dudes. Oh, so the okay. He, he takes out a little piece of paper and like writes a note. <laughs> okay, so we can kill these guys, right? Zaldun's killed a lot of clones. Yeah, fuck clones, other than Rick and myself. Don't stab my clone either. I mean, they were actively trying to kill him at the time, but yeah. Well, I bet we start fucking with shit. They try to actively kill us. Watch this. And he starts to walk forward. (laughs) Oh, God, no. I'm going to pick him up by his head real quick. And I'm just like still I'm still just looking at Zelda and like expectantly like I half agree with the Zoros with Zabs. We can fuck shit up on our way out. We came here for a mission. We stick to the mission. Oh, makes sense. We don't want to waste all of our energy fucking shit up when we don't need to. I don't know if you you noticed, but we don't have Goy with us. Goy keeps us alive. And if we get down there and we've Rage, blown our spite. load on these people. <laughs> spite. <laughs> Anger. We're not going to be able to get out of here. Okay, but hear me out. I haven't done that many infiltrations. I feel like I'd be really fucking good at them, though. Just saying. I feel like I'd be fucking sick at some infiltration shit. But hypothetically, we take out the main target. It's time to leave. Yeah. I feel like I could get us in a little vacuum down here and do some damage, and we could go do the rest of the job before anyone else notices. Just saying. I'm not disagreeing. You're the boss. I just feel like once we do the job... It's going to be time to fucking go. 
So we should do whatever we want to do before we do the job. Because once we do the job, it's going to be teleport in time. <laughs> teleport in time. Yeah. I mean, he makes a good point. Like, if we kill the head of the Pharmacore Corporation, I don't think that that's going to be good for us. I mean, it'll be great for us. Um, yeah. Long term. <laughs> yeah. You're just going to hear the sound of Zaldwin's shoes uh, clacking against this concrete floor uh, as they walk over towards the elevator. Um, and I'm going to break the panel. Nice. Give me a Tinker's Tools check and a stealth check. Uh, going to do the stealth check first because I feel more confident with it. Okay. That's a crit. <laughs> Double crit. <laughs> Good God. 37. Jesus. They have no idea. <laughs> uh, and then Tinker's Tools, would uh, you want me to use uh, intelligence with that or dexterity? Uh, Whichever is fine with me. I think, honestly, I'm not going to make you roll that check. With that stealth roll, you have as much time with it as you want. And Stabs is like, cool, 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 cool. Uh, so if you guys, if you can talk me into one of those computers with the, uh, with the, with the wizard's credentials, I can make sure there's no alarms go off either. Pretty sure. Pretty sure I could do that. Nivets, go to the computer with Stabs. All right. Well. Okay. Can we be super clear? I can kill things when you say it's okay to kill things, right? Do what you need to do to get the job done. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. In Wait. This Wait. Is this a trick? Scenario. Is this a trick? Okay. This no, I'm gonna trick. All right. Let's go. Um. So I guess Nivitz is gonna take stabs over to the nearest computer. Hmm. A uh, a, a fixer would approach you as you start to walk towards it. Be like, uh, sorry. Can I help you? Nivitz is going to flash his badge and be like, no, I'm, I need this computer station. I know what I'm doing. She um, she looks at you and then looks at uh, Stabs, who looks very much like Zoros at this point, and her eyes get kind of wide, and she takes a step back. Get the fuck up here. Okay. And then Rick, or not Rick, Rick is, wait, ah, there we go. Stabs is going to... <laughs> I like that it's Stabs with a Z. <laughs> <laughs> it, it seemed appropriate. Yeah, it is. He is going to Nivitz. Uh, as far as you know, assuming that Stabs is telling you the truth, he's been alive for two days now. Right. He flies through this. I mean, you're watching him and it is probably close to like the things you've seen Carl do. Like he knows his way up and down this. He, you don't necessarily, you're, you're not bad at technology, right? But you're not as good as... Carl is with it, and you would say right. it's probably pretty close with Stabs and Carl, which um, would, would just be notable as he's kind of flying through this. And then he pulls his hand up in the air and looks at you, and then just makes a little gesture and hits a button, and then looks back at you, Zaldwin and Oliver, and does just a little flourish and a little bow. That's scary. <laughs> That's scary. <laughs> Grundle, you waiting for a fucking invitation? Get up here. Are you talking to Stabs Grundle. or Grundle? Grundle. Grundle's still, still over by the elevator. elevator. Oh. We're lucky he didn't just go back up the elevator. <laughs> True. Yeah, sorry, I got distracted. There's a lot of weird stuff in this room. <laughs> I got none of you have made a single comment about the 
green blob of pink milk in the corner. Uh, we f- I, I don't know if you remember, but we've literally fought deities. Uh, a That's little true. pink milk <laughs> is not going to freak us out. We fought a giant eyeball doll-faced monster with wings and giant like baby legs and shit. So there was also the plane of the plane of eating each other. <laughs> okay, so, all right. Noted. I I have to like raise the bar for weirdness. That was great. Maybe it would freak you out more if it was a giant Zelda woman with boobs that sprayed out a clone <laughs> Yeah, maybe. <laughs> Probably. So these pipes, are they like conduit pipes or like uh, like plumbing pipes? The production is happening inside of them. Okay. Okay. The production, the production of, the, of pills. the clones. Oh, yes. the pills. Okay. <laughs> like well, yeah. Clone fluid basically, so the way that this process works is... The um the the grundle creatures get milked. The um Gross. if you were to go in phases, the first phase <laughs> with them being they would be turned into uh, closers, fixers, and muscle, and then they go through a process where they're basically muscle. like dematerialized and compressed, and then they are put into pills, and then they are packaged up and they go yeah. out the other end. Yeah. So they're being okay. fully grown, and then they're being like compressed. And then they're going out the other side. Okay. Wow. Nice. Um, right. So, okay. yes, if you were to put your fist through the pipe where you are standing right now and scoop up a handful of pills, you'd have, you have big hands, right? So you'd have like 50 yeah. closers in your hand. Shit. Okay. Good to know. All right. What's next? How you doing, Fixer? <laughs> um, Mivitz will back up to the group, motioning steps to follow. That'll be all for the now. Stabs is kind of standing by the uh, the fixer here, the mage. It's like, ah, I'll, uh, I'll just hang back here, you know? Ah, I see, I see. Zaldwin's going Aww. to reach into their pocket and pull out some earbuds, slide them into their long, pointy ears, and <laughs> then two swords are going to drop from their sleeves, and they're going to spin around and slash at... Uh, this sorceress behind me. Okay, let's um, let's get into initiative, and we'll do a surprise round since you guys are getting the drop on them. So go ahead and roll that initiative for me. Twenty. Twenty-six. Twenty-two. And then Rick with fifteen point one five initiative. Everyone's in initiative. Okay, Zaldwin, uh, it is you go first. You're up first. Yeah, Zeldwin spins around and casts a irradiated blade that is going to hit for 24 on uh, this. I, I forget what they're called. They're they're not closers, fixers. but fixers. Oh, fixers. Fixers, yeah. Um, and since Grundle is close, I also get to mm-hmm. apply my sneak attack. So that's 60, oh 68 damage. Surprised creatures can't take reactions, right? Correct. Uh, you split her in two immediately. Oh my god, you just killed her! <laughs> I'm then going to ignore Grundle, and I'm going to move between Grundle and Nivets, and I am going to attack this muscle here. Okay. Um, to the north of the group. That's a 20 to hit for 19 radiant damage. 
it does not hit. Fuck. You, uh, as your blade comes down on this thing, it's like flesh is exposed, right? Like it's not wearing a shirt. It's just these big giant muscles and your sword just stops as it hits its skin. And you realize this thing is very hard. Not like that. You realize this thing is like <laughs> oh, yeah. very hard. <laughs> it is very hard. Well, after you hit him, he was. I'm going to whip around for a tail attack. That's a 19 to hit. So I'm assuming that also does not hit. Correct. That does not hit. Uh, and then I am going to back the fuck out um, back towards okay. the fixer's dead body. Not provoking an attack of opportunity due to... Swashbuckling. Swashbuckling. Perfect. And then Hermes will do a little Hermes thing. As he's one to do. Mm-hmm. As, as, as he do. And that's just going to be three beams of Eldritch Blast on the other fixer uh, to our left. Okay. 16, 10, and 25. The first and the third one both hit for a total of 10 damage. Yep. Excellent. Grundle. Seeing as how Zaldwin just started attacking people, and, you know, it's one of those things where I just, I see the cogs start turning, I see stabs getting ready to slit this other fixer's throat, Oliver's pistons start moving, I know it's time to fight, I just, I charge this muscle guy, Mm -hmm. and I will rage. Okay. And, (laughs) let's see if we can take this! Oh my god. Crit. That hits for a bit of damage. <laughs> 45 damage? Is that correct? Yeah. 44. 44. 44 damage. And then the second hit is a 24 to hit for 30 that hits. damage. Yeah, that hits. Wow. And I raged as a bonus action, so that is my turn. But okay. you see my little charges thing count up two notches? Ding, ding. Ding, ding. And the smile on Grundle's face goes up two notches. Ding, ding. <laughs> <laughs> I lo- I'm loving this, like, anime scene vibe we got going on. Nivets. Nivets is just gonna notice the others just start wailing on stuff and murdering things. And he's gonna look at the big group in front of him. The Grundle-esque ooze monster. You know, the, the mama thingy. Milk monster. Mm-hmm. And that big group of there, and he's just going to over-channel a fireball and just unleash it on that whole group. Fixer, okay. closer, muscle, closer, all of them. She's going to blow them up. Mother's milk. It's deck save, so it's over-channeled and then powered. Okay, what is the save DC? Uh, 19. So they make the save, taking 24 damage. And then we've got a closer... Is gonna make the save. 19, they make it too. Wow. Wow. And then the fixer who cannot counterspell you because they're surprised. And let's see if they get lucky though. Because if they fail, then they're roasted. Another fixer is down. Two mages down. That's what I was hoping for. Nice. And the giant uh, milked grundle creature just explodes into flames. These uh, these suction cups just start to pop off of her and this pink stuff is just 
going everywhere. It's like for a while and then it dies. And that brings us to Oliver. Yeah, Oliver sees this unfolding, smashes his fist together, enters overcome mode, and then marches up the muscle uh, on the other side of the wall and uh, opens up 28 for 13 damage. That hits. 27 for 17 damage. That hits. And 23 for 12 damage. And since I hit with all three attacks, I go overcome. I crit. Ooh! My overcome. Nice. And uh, that will be it for that turn. Man, that is un- that crit could have gone fucking nuts. I know. None of your dice exploded. I know. All right. This becomes Rick's turn. Rick runs up with you, Grundle, and he stabs you in the leg with a uh, syringe as he's running by. And due to their uh, special ability, where they can use potions as a bonus action, you are now hasted. Wow. So he he runs up with you, pops this uh, injector into your leg, and then starts to punch at this thing. A 22, a 22, and a 20. Uh, and the so the first two hit for a total of 25 damage. And it is, it's punching. It has it has these like metal knuckles on that have uh, gone over its hand. That brings us to Stabs, who is going to uh, try and kill the mage that it has kind of stood next to. Rolls uh, 30 to hit and does 42 damage, killing that mage. And then he wheels around and looks across the other side of this production facility where there are uh, the other side, a couple more muscle and a couple mages. And he just poofs as he misty steps on top of one of these little pipes where the production is taking place. And then he runs and then prepares himself standing on top of this computer here. And that brings us to enemy mages who are surprised, enemy muscle who are surprised, enemy closers who are surprised, and then we are back. We're to normal initiative now, and it's Zaldwin's turn again. Zaldwin will run up back to the muscle that he tried to strike down earlier and is going to unleash a flurry of attacks. A radiated blade, 19 to hit. Does not hit. Uh, energy blade to hit, 30. 30 hits. I'm going to apply sneak to that. Okay. Uh, so that's a total of 57 damage. Uh, and then I'm going to tail attack. Uh, that's an 18 to hit. That does nothing. And I'm going to uh, back back out of the fight again. Because I'm a okay. slippery, slippery quick boy. He's a sneaky boy. Snack, snack, snack. I love how all of our melee do um, comparably the same amount of damage in completely different ways. Yeah. <laughs> Nowadays, Grundle. I'll keep letting him have it. I'll keep wailing at him. They call you the muscle. I crit him again. <laughs> Let me show you the muscle. <laughs> Jeez. Hot damn. We're all critting like crazy, <sighs> baby. He just blocked me that time, though. I got a, four, a 15. Uh, yeah. I think that's it for this turn. Okay. Yep. Okay. That brings us to the. Um, I rolled twice on initiative for the muscle. Let me go ahead. I'm just going to check real quick and see which one is right. 
We'll just do it by the book since these are pretty hard fights since you're fucking level 18. So that's gonna be... The 12 is the correct one, so it's Nivitz's turn. All right. So, let's see. Can I get him up? Nope. Nivitz is gonna look over at that group that he basically just bombarded with the fireball, mm-hmm. and he's gonna hold his Staff of Frost, and he's gonna cast Ice Storm around them. Okay. Dex save of 19. Okay. So that's gonna be one closer who fails and takes... 20 damage? Yes. Is, is there any other effect on that? Um, double check. Uh, it's difficult terrain in the area that I cast the spell. Okay. And then half damage on the muscle. And it'd be two closers, not just one. Oh, yeah. I see what you're doing. Also fails. Do you want to draw me the area that's difficult terrain, please? Yeah. Full damage. Full damage. Hold on. Basically that area. Okay. Got it. There we go. Okay. Any movement or bonus actions or anything? Not right now. Nivitz is going to just kind of see what's happening. Okay. Have your arms, Oliver. Oliver has his target. He's going to continue to lay into this guy, this muscle in front of him. 26, 29, and 31. All hit. And then overcome. Fires off. 31 to hit. Overcome. And I guess 22 AC wasn't enough, everybody. (laughs) (laughs) They don't make monsters tough enough for this crew. Gotta get creative. (laughs) No, you Um, you really don't. (laughs) (laughs) Wait until the next level. I have not hit a single uh, muscle boy. Um, Just to mark, that is eight successful strikes for mechanic's sake. Uh, and that should like you all be... have little counters like ding, 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 yeah, ding. that should be it. Okay, uh, that brings us to Brick, who is gonna keep punching 25 and a 24 for a total of 25 damage again. Jeez, Rick's reliable, guys. Yeah, consistency, reliable Rick. <laughs> he he looks at you, Grundle, who has been doing like almost exactly like triple his damage, and he's like a little embarrassed. <laughs> I give him a thumbs up. He takes it. Uh, stabs, looks over his shoulder and sees that he's kind of alone over in this area. And you see him uh, focus very hard and cast a spell. And he goes invisible. And you do not see him. Unless any of you have any sort of like true sight mechanics or anything like that. He is invisible right now. Carl does. <laughs> okay. And then that brings us to enemy mages. This has all happened very fast. So, I mean, it has not even been a minute yet, and hell has started to break loose. The mages on this side are both going to try to cast a chain lightning. I just yell, stop. Stop that. They stop. Nice. Great. Across these, uh, across the pillars over here, which is, uh, they are pretty far away from the crew. They're about 65 feet away from anyone close. But they do, the spell has 150 feet of range. So they can see Nivitz and Zaldwin? We're not blocked off by that pillar we're beside? I assumed that I was blocked by that little pillar, yeah. This? These are under the pipes. Yeah, uh, you can see over the pipes. So that's maybe the pipes, I would say. It's a lot shorter than we thought. Yeah. Yeah. Those are more like supports. 
Oh, I thought we we had to move like underneath the pipes, and I assumed that this this black area here was like a solid, like structural support thing. Yep, I was of the same mind. That's that's why I specifically moved there. <laughs> same. <sighs> why your maps look like the ways that they aren't. <laughs> I mean, if you look closely, you'll see that the top of the computer is over the pipe. I mean, that also just looks like, you know... I'm not, I'm not, from... I mean, I'm not making the map <laughs> to be... Uh, it's specifically not meant to be too visual. Um, okay, so what I will do is... Uh, chain lightning does not require sight. So, except for the first target. So what he'll, they'll do is they'll just cast it on Grundle. How dare you. And it's still, it's still totally fine since it's chain lightning. It will still hit everyone. They'll do it on Oliver and Oliver and Grundle. Is that fair? That way, neither of them are going over. And we'll just say that this area is uh, blocking line of sight. Does that work for you okay. guys? Yeah, that works for me. That works. Yeah. So let me try to indicate this here. So we'll say that these pipes are kind of like going through there. So we'll do that. Does that look better? Yeah. Yeah. Sure. That Does that look more like a... 100%. Sorry, wasn't meaning to nitpicky. <laughs> yeah, not yeah, not, not meaning to like be a little stinker, but I was taking like map <laughs> cues. There you go. Now it's a pillar. Thanks, Santa. Uh, it doesn't change. <laughs> it doesn't change anything because they can still see Grundle and Oliver, even if that yeah. is the case, and it will still jump to you. So that's yeah. going to be three bolts to as many as three other targets. So. Zaldwin and Nivets will both get two of these, and Oliver and Grondo will both get one of these. Does that make sense? So the first one is going to be on Oliver, and it will jump to uh, the other three. So it's going to be a DC 17 dexterity saving throw. That's going to be Oliver, Nivets, Zaldwin. 20. 20. Nice. Yep. 14. Okay. Uh, 27 damage to uh, Oliver. Well, no, it'd be 13 damage to Oliver, 55 damage to Nivets, and no damage to our evasion boy, Zaldwin. Yep. And then this one's going to be on Grundle. Uh, DC 17 save against only 41 damage this time. And that's going to be Grundle, Nivets, and Zaldwin. Can I apply danger sense to this? You think? You can see him, yeah. All right. Oof. I got a 19. Okay. So that's going to be two saves. That's 20 damage on a save to Grundle, zero damage on a save to Zaldwin, and 41 damage to Nivets, who has just taken a total of 96 damage. Damn. Yeah. How you feeling? Not good. Okay. Uh, that brings us to Muscle. And now that they actually have a chance to react, Oliver, the one in front of you is going to swing down this massive maul at you. As big as the paddy cannon. It rolls a 33. 32 for 32 damage, which is halved for you, I believe. Nope. I'm in overcome. Oh, okay. And then you need to make a DC 15 constitution saving throw or be stunned. 27. No problem. The other muscle is going to swing down probably at Rick, just being honest. Oh, Jesus. Oh, oh, oh. oh, our boy Rick. Oh, no. <laughs> Your boy's a, a pink slick on the ground right now. No, um, he oh. takes 60, 
52 damage? 52 damage. Math. Uh, and is going to make a constitution saving throw and not be stunned and fails it. He is stunned until the end of his next turn and then the other muscle start running from across the other side of the room towards you. And I mean the big fuck. As they start to run across this production facility. That brings us to our closers. Uh, and I think we've got three closers up total. And one of them is going to drop a haste potion and then run up behind Oliver. And then the two that are in danger are both going to drop invisibility potions. And they have the quaff ability, which allows them to do that as a bonus action. Ooh, I missed this other muscle's turn over here. I didn't see him. What potion? Invisibility. Well, he disappeared when he took it, so. Or do I don't know. Uh, this muscle's also going to start moving forward. Uh, well, let's see how much. So he's got, and it's difficult terrain, so. Yep. Okay. Got it. And that brings us back to top of initiative. Zaldwin, it's your turn. Zaldwin is going to use a shit ton of their movement um, to run all the way down uh, to this fixer. And uh-huh. he's going to attack with a irradiated blade. It's a 30 Ooh. to hit. That hits. Uh, I'll apply my sneak to that. <laughs> a fucking splat. Didn't stand a chance. Um, my second attack is going to go for the muscle that's next to me now. It's a 22 to hit for 22 radiant damage. That hits. Uh, and then I'm going to swing a tail attack at it. That's oh a crit, baby. Oh! Would she save that sneak? Double crit. Aw, uh, man. Yeah. Crit, sneak, tail attack? Out of nowhere. Could have never saw it coming. And then... <laughs> I have just enough movement that was, if I used my bonus action, I have a total of 90 feet, so. You used your bonus action for your offhand attack, didn't you? I'm hasted. Oh, how the fuck are you hasted? Oh. Oh, yeah boy. <laughs> yeah boy, yeah, Hermes boy. from downtown. Yeah, so I get, I, it was 75 there, 75, 90 minus 75 is, what, 15? What, what was the math, what was the problem again? 90 minus 75. If it was 100, it would be 25. So 15, nice. yeah, 15. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And then Hermes. Um, no, never mind. <laughs> okay. Sorry, my brain's clocking in at 200 miles an hour. <laughs> Hermes will cast Shield of Faith on Zaldwin. Okay. Okay. Uh, Grundle. Hey, everybody. It's your favorite editor, MC Professor G. And I'm going to have to cut you off for the week. Kind of looked like Nivitz was in trouble there a little bit. We'll find out what happens next time. Thanks for tuning in. We couldn't do any of this without you. Come hang out with us on Discord. Discord.gg slash the homebrew podcast. We have a pretty awesome community growing. Come check us out. We'd love to have you. If you have any extra credits lying around, go check out our Patreon. Patreon.com slash the homebrew. $2 gets you access to Liam and Tiny Chat. You know, the show about the show. And we have all kinds of other stuff on there, too. Go check out our sponsor, fanrolldice.com. 
Get yourself some dice. Use promo code HOMEBREW at checkout for 10% off. Join us next week for the exciting conclusion of this insane fight in episode 96 of The Homebrew. Thanks for listening, listeners. Our story has come to a close for the week, and that means it's time to thank our listener sponsors, starting with Samuel Pierce, who shall forever be emblazoned upon the homebrew wall of fame as our first Crusher Mania season pass holder. Thanks for believing in us, Sam. As well as Ryan, a longtime listener. Don't forget about Tara Hoffman, that one ender who thought rolling down the window in space was safe. Uh, Rest in peace, Tara. Watch out for Adrian Josie, the silent assassin who just broke out of the prison colony on Hadria. And Trevor, zombie dad, Belmont, hunter of the unholy. You're a bastard, Trevor, but you're the bastard I choose to fight alongside. Special thanks to the last guppy, last of his kind, in search of a new home. And Austin Katzenberger, the inventor of the cat burger and secret nemesis of Ricky Rat. Check out Austin's project at foldsofhonor.org. And Timon King. Previously a longtime listener of Galaxy to Galaxy Radio, who hacked their location and joined the crew. I knew I should have set up that extra firewall. Oh well. Of course, there's Colossus, a rock column formed in nature and then lost in the stars. Hope to see you again someday, Colossus. Here's to you, Tritus, the fifth cog. Best damn warforged gunslinger this side of the Milky Way. And Odin, the egg thief. Get your damn hands Off my goddamn eggs, Odin. Keep an eye out for Zip, a tiny adventurer seeking to help his parents. Good luck, little guy. And Brendan Baker, a simple slaughterer for beef. I'm sure Mr. Goy would approve. There's been another sighting of ghostly Bigfoot, Grundle's long-lost friend and fellow abomination. Gotta be more careful, big guy, or they're gonna find you one of these days. And the illustrious Kantuka Numba, a tamer of dragons and creator of musical delights. Special thanks to Ariar, the Warforged monk who joined the crew in search of their missing car keys. They're always the last place you look. You might want to watch out for Zuma, a mortal who is searching the galaxy for a cure to the disease he is cursed to spread. Probably going to need to keep six feet, or maybe six light years from this guy. Incoming SOS from Captain Joe Rogers says here he's stuck on Terra in a future beyond all comprehension. Whatever that means. Special thanks to Chaos Incarnate, Destroyer of the Multiverse, forever trapped in a frying pan. Hopefully not Grundle's frying pan. We can't forget about Den the Friend, the governor of flowers. Nap with him in the rolling fields of flowers. Experience having a true friend. What's the deal with all this fungus among us lately, you ask? Well, you can thank Trip for all that. You know, Trip, the druid that chooses to fight the darkness with mushrooms. Well, hey, at least they seem like a fun guy. Find out about our Patreon offerings at patreon.com slash the homebrew, and we'll see you next week.